to the Better Me Podcast. I am your host, Jen, and just a friendly reminder, I'm merely a curious girl looking for a platform to chat, learn, and dish. I'm not a professional therapist or claim to be an expert. Also, in every episode, I can't assure you this is at all appropriate for children, so be aware of that when starting to listen. And with that, let's work on being a better me. Hi, and welcome to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen. Thank you so much for tuning in today. On today's episode, John and I are going to talk about how to break up with someone in quote-unquote the right way. So the way that would probably cause the least anxiety on your part, but then also leave the other person feeling some closure and maybe not having quite as hurt of feelings. So I think this is going to be a really interesting topic and obviously it's going to be different depending on where you're at in your relationship. So we will discuss that as well. I thank you so much for tuning in and I thank you for subscribing and if you haven't done so, please do. Um, it On Apple, they've kind of changed it. So now you, when you go up into the corner, it says follow and that's basically subscribing and you get notifications whenever there's a new episode. Um, and if you haven't rated and reviewed, I love five stars and I appreciate that so much. You can also follow me on Instagram at Better Me Podcast and Facebook at Better Me Podcast. So take a look there and feel free to comment. I love hearing from you guys. So I'm going to take a quick break and when I come back, I will be joined by John. Hi and welcome back to the Better Me Podcast. This is Jen and I am joined by my newly groomed and handsome husband, John. Oh yes, <laughs> you just did a number on me. Haircut, <laughs> did my eyebrows, waxed my eyebrows. Look at me. You're good to go. I'm a whole new man. <laughs> it's so convenient for you. I know. To live with me. I get free haircuts, my laundry's <laughs> done, I eat. It's amazing. It's just fucking perfection. <laughs> and I gave you some shit earlier for soaking a dish. I know. Because it's such well, a cop-out. I didn't mean I gotta to, soak this one as a total cop-out. I didn't out. mean to soak that dish, yo. <laughs> you called me and right when I was rinsing it, I was going to rinse it and put it in the dishwasher. Mm. And then you said, I'm ready. So I just dropped what I'm doing and ran in there. So I didn't make you wait. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course you did. Well, for people who haven't seen the Bill, the new Bill Burr comedy special oh, on Netflix. Phenomenal. So funny. Like belly laugh like face hurt kind yeah. of funny yeah that guy is freaking hilarious and that was part of one of his little skits is of, <laughs> there's like the one in the relationship who soaks the dishes <laughs> and the one who does the dishes well they just come cleaner if you soak them right that's why i do it mm, sure suspect real suspect <laughs> all right so uh i'm not gonna break up with you over it though Okay. And that's my segue. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't know this was going to lead into like a divorce issue episode. No. Well, this episode is about how to break up with someone, quote unquote, the right way. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> well, I thought this was a really interesting, I mean, I kind of stumbled upon this article. It was from Shape Magazine. Um, and it was kind of interesting because it gave you just some do's and don'ts and ways to kind of make it a little bit easier for both parties. Is this breakup like boyfriend, girlfriend been dating for a year or man, wife been with together for 23 years? So the, the general part of this is more of like you're dating and you're breaking up with someone that you're dating. Got it. But later we're going to talk a little bit more like long-term. Like, wow. Like, not not a lot, but we'll just talk about how it differs, oh. obviously. So, will there be advice given to the married listeners who are thinking of explaining their spouse? A little bit, yeah. Oh. Much more so. I mean, you'll probably get a little bit out of the first part, mm. but this is more, you know, 
probably not somebody that you were that you like have kids with and stuff like that. So, so I'm not being prepared for something that I don't know is coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. We will talk about that. We will talk about the blind side. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. So I guess in the beginning, it's kind of like remember that breaking up is difficult, but staying in a relationship that you no longer want is is also really unkind and disrespectful. So if you're just sort of muddling through in this relationship, it's not fair to the other person either. Okay, so in this case, you're talking about the kicker isn't 100% in the relationship. Right, so the person who is going back and forth and kind of waffling about breaking up or maybe they just have like some anxiety about it so they're holding on to it, you know, that may seem like the right thing to do, but really it's like just causing the other person more pain because if you don't want to be in a relationship, you should give the respect of letting that other person know. Well, it is and pro- not just because you're afraid to be alone or and it's probably fairly evident and obvious to the other party that something is amiss. Yes. Especially at the beginning of a relationship where everything is perfect. And you get all that oxytocin (laughs) and uh, dopamine. Yes. Right? Yeah, look at you. Look at me. It's It's like you're a podcaster or something. I know. (laughs) And uh, so, I mean, when that wears off or when one party wants out, it's, it's pretty evident. Yes. And I think most people have been through that. If you haven't been freaking kicked in the nuts in a relationship (laughs) you kind of I don't want to say you have it coming but you almost need to know what it feels like yes yeah just to have the clarity to know what it's like for the other person Uh probably I feel like if you haven't been broken up with it's probably because you you're shit hot or you're just putting yourself in a situation where you're never getting too attached oh and always kind of getting out before it gets to be too much. You know what I mean? You're always the kicker and never the kicky. Right. you don't allow yourself to be kicked. Right. Well, that is good advice, right? If we were dating and I got wind that you were going to break up with me, I'd fucking, (laughs) I'd fire that one quick faster than you could. I was like, I don't think this is working out. This is just not for me. But I suppose it also keeps you from being like completely vulnerable in a relationship, which would keep you from having like a really serious and real relationship yeah you know because you're always kind of on edge about like i gotta get out of here before you know yeah i don't know if there are many people like that though there's probably a few yeah i don't think this is very common i think most people are led by their freaking heart Mm -hmm. you know sure and it's probably the opposite they know it's bad but they're just so consumed that they're not listening to that little voice inside their head going, <laughs> right. dude, run. Right. Yeah. The red flags. Not and I've been in some relationships where it's like, run. <laughs> but I ran. Oh, you did? I did run. <laughs> yeah. That little voice was screaming at me. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So I guess you have to kind of ask yourself, like, is this the time to break up? How do you know? How do you know that this is the time to break up? So I guess you first you have to ask yourself, do you still think that it's worth repair? So do you still think that this person is worth investing more time into? But can you answer these questions ever conclusively? I mean, if you could, it would be easy. But I don't think you could ever know 100%. You might think to yourself, am I in am I?" Am I really happy in this relationship? You know, but then party is like, but damn, I mean, she cooks, she cleans, she cuts my hair, she does my hair ah, well. Oh my God. I'm it just sounds giving, like someone familiar. I'm just saying as an example. <laughs> so maybe the grass is not greener on the other side. But then again, she doesn't really do much for me. Uh, back in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You never wake up one day and go, you know what? Or, or probably not. And say... This is not working. I right. gotta get out of here. Well, I think that you can ask yourself, is it worth repairing? You know? So she has all of these good qualities. 
this is not, this is the stuff that's not working out. Is it possible to talk about it? Are these things that can be What if it's superficial? Changed? What if it's superficial? Well, I mean, don't you think that there's probably a lot of longer term relationships that you kind of lose attraction a little bit? And do you think that you can get it back? Because I don't think that attraction is completely what you see from the outside. You no, know what I mean? I, I, I get it. There I are people it. who become more attractive to you when you know them. Yes. No, I agree with you. I just think that that very first one doesn't get delivered to you on a silver platter with an easy answer. Right. I think you can deliberate back and forth and back and forth. Mm-hmm. The good question is, how do you know when it's time, even though you go back and forth? Well, I think in something that's like a little bit longer term, you know, obviously not somebody that you've just been dating for a short time, but is it worth like seeking outside help? Is it worth like seeking a counselor that can be kind of a mediator and unbiased? Is it worth losing half your shit in a divorce? <laughs> you always say that. Like the money is so important. Well, it's not just the money. It's half of everything. Right. It's half your house, half your all your your assets. It's even half the time you spend with your kids, your pets, right. your friends. All of it is cut in half. True. Maybe even more. True. Well, and I think those are the kinds of things that you do end up having to balance. If we got divorced, (laughs) which one of my friends do you think would still maintain contact with you? I think all of them? Oh, I don't know. I, hmm. I don't think that any of your friends would really go out of their way to... To reach out to me. No. I don't think Unless so. Unless they wanted to date you. <laughs> well, do then you I have single of... friends? Well, okay. I mean. <laughs> you know exactly who yeah, I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. Uh-huh, I do. Uh-huh. So maybe I'd hear from him. <laughs> yeah. I think you'd hear from more than one. Um, I don't know. I'm. That's a really good question. Huh. I don't think that they would totally like shun me. No. I just don't think that they'd go out of their way to you know, maintain like a real friendship with me. Right. Unless they want to get your pants. <laughs> right. Now, on, on, in contrast, yeah. well, I don't know if I'm very, really super good friends with some of your friends like you are with my friends. Because my friends come around much more. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you don't really, like, you're not really around my friends very much. No. Uh-uh. Huh. I'm sure I would be alienated by your crew to include your family. Eh, maybe not your family. No, they'd probably, well, I, I think they'd side with me. You do? Yeah. If you just up and left me, you think they'd side with you? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling bullshit. I, my family? If you just said, I just can't do this with John anymore and it's, I don't want to go into it, but we're splitting up. Yeah. Do you think all of them would just be like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> fuck them. I mean, I think that it. they would, I think that they would need more information from me. I'm, I'm sure that they would require more than just a, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Cause my sister would need to know whether or not she could come to games. So she'd have to have real concrete evidence that you were an asshole. Yeah. But maybe I wasn't an asshole. Maybe you just got tired of me. Maybe she got bored with me not soaking my fucking dishes. <laughs> She'd be like, dishes. you know what? All you had to do was put the damn dish in the dishwasher and you couldn't even do that. Really? Do you think she'd side with you if that was my only, if that was my no, big hang I'm, up? I'm joking. I know. But what I'm saying is if, for example, if I told the girls that eh, she just doesn't trip my trigger anymore. Yeah. They fucking run me out of town. Yeah, I I agree with you. My girls would run me out of town before Michaela would run you out of town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's probably like girl code, and they're probably like, "What are you talking about? Like, we've seen you guys together, you know." So I think they would really question it. I mean, I think Michaela would question it too. You think so? Yeah. 
She'd be like, yeah, do it. Yeah, do what you gotta do. <laughs> no, I don't think she would. I mean, I think she would be much more, like, upset. Because I think that, at this point, our relationship is means a lot to them as far as, like, something to look up to and to aspire to. Yeah. I mean, I like to think that. Oh, I think even Heather has said mentioned that. She doesn't know anybody else that has, has marriage as long as us. You're right. Well, in close context. You know what I mean? Yeah, she did say that. Yeah. We were the longest marriage she's ever known. Wow. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of sad. I know. It is. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. So another question to ask yourself are our boundaries or trust being broken? So that would be a good way to figure out, like, is this relationship over? So is there emotional abuse? Do you... um is it something where you discussed, you know, this is a boundary for me. This is, you know, my, if you, if you do this, my trust is broken. And does that person just continue to do it? You know, because that is just like a clear violation. Yeah. And obviously that person doesn't really care, you know, about your boundary. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, I guess that's pretty much goes with the whole you know, can you forgive your spouse for cheating? You either can or you can't. Right. Maybe you can forgive but not forget. Or is it forget but not forgive? I think it's forgive. forgive but not forget. Right. Yes. Right. Because we've seen relationships come back from that pretty damn strong. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. So. But... You know, that is one of those situations, too, where it's like, I'm sure that there are, you know, certain parameters in place. There's boundaries. There's discussions that had to be had. Oh, I'm sure. And, you know, rules, quote unquote, that, you know, it's like, okay, this is what I need from you in order to be able to trust you again. Now, if those things get broken, then... You know, you're right back where you started from. Yeah. So I think another question to ask yourself is, have you grown apart irreparably? So, you know, long-term marriages ebb and flow. You know, some days you're super connected and it's easy. And other times it's maybe not as easy. Do we ebb and flow? And, well, I think that there are certain times. I think we, we flow more than ebb. No, I agree. We're not ebbers. <laughs> we'll ebb on occasion. Right. We have days. It's not like we've gone like months what or something. E- what does ebb mean? Well, you know, the tide goes in and then the t- tide comes out. Well, yeah. Ebb and flow. Ebb? Yeah. Is that two Bs or one? E-B-B. Fuck, no wonder you kill me in Scrabble. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Ebb means out? Like it goes... No, ebb... Ebb is in. Ebb is in. Ebb is in. Flow is Ebb out. is a synonym to in. Well, when it comes to water. Oh. All right. <laughs> so if I say, hey, we got water ebbing in the basement. <laughs> is that right? Well, no, it would be flowing. <laughs> Because it would be coming in. Well, like, so it, it, water ebbs out. Right. So if I say ebb the dr- the bathtub, <laughs> I got to get that right. I might use that word tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I like going to work and using a new word. Oh. I got to find a reason. Definitely. To, yeah. Definitely. I what was the word that we were going to use? And it was the word, well, the definition was that you take a path that is not the straightest route. Remember, we were watching a show. My wife. Honey. <laughs> what was the word, though? I don't know. I can't remember. Why didn't you write it down? Well, now I'm going to have to Google it again. I was getting gas at the at the gas station uh, two days ago, and it had, like, word of the day. It was Stranglar. What's Stranglar? I can't remember. <laughs> I got to look it up. It was a cool word, though. Yeah, it sounds fabulous. God, my I'd memory, like to use it. My memory's going to shit. So anyway, what I was saying is that, you know, for us, I don't think that it goes like months, but that happens to people and they have to ask themselves, 
is this something that I don't see ever coming back? Or is it possible that we're going to be able to get back to where we were at one point? Yes. And maybe it's just circumstances. Maybe somebody lost a job or, you know, is going through a midlife crisis or something like or that. Or a medical thing. Yes. We know a couple that are going through that. Yes. So, you know, those are the kinds of things that you need to ask yourself, like, are these things, like, irreparable? You know, do I feel like I we can make something out of this, or is it just never going to be what it once was? Again, easy, easy to reflect on that, hard to come up with an answer. Right. Because you don't have the ability to see the future. Right. And know the future. Right. You could be making the worst mistake of your life, or you could be prolonging one of the fucking best decisions you ever made. Yes. Where you ask yourself, why didn't I do that freaking... 10 years ago. Okay, which brings me to a new term. Oh boy. That I just happened upon when I was doing the research for this one. And it is called oystering. Have you heard this? No, no. And it has to do with breakups. And basically what it is, is when somebody breaks up and they go through like the best time of their life. So the, like the world is my oyster type oh. of feeling. So they have like a new sense of freedom and a new sense of life. So would you think that there's more people that are getting oystered that were the <laughs> kicker or the kicky? I would say the kicker is more likely to be the oyster. Um, I don't know. I bet, I bet there's probably a lot of people who have been broken up with that are like, you know what? This isn't so bad. You know, now that I'm in it and I have no choice. Yeah. Because the kicker has a choice. Right. You know? That's true. And just maybe trying to see the the positives versus the negatives and saying like, okay, well, I used to have to do, you know, his laundry and mine. I used to have to, you know, clean the house all day and now Easy I live in an apartment. now on your analogies. <laughs> You used me as an I don't want you talking yourself into anything over here. <laughs> but suddenly they're like, you know what? I don't have to do any of that stuff anymore. And now it's all about me. And I can just, you know, focus on myself. Mm-hmm. And do and say whatever I want. You're trying to convince yourself, aren't you? <laughs> no, but I'm saying that's what oystering is. Yes, I did not know that. I didn't either. Oystering. I just found it. But in order to be an oyster, you have to be living your best life. Right. Like that hook, that breakup was best thing that ever happened. Yeah. And now I feel like anything's possible. I can go wherever I want. I've got total freedom. Huh. Right? Yeah. So I thought that was a really interesting little Good term. term. There. I don't like the term oyster, but it, <laughs> I, I have a, another imagination when I think of oyster, but you go ahead. I'm sure you do. Yeah. I'm sure you do. No, that's clam. I'm sorry. Not oyster. Oh, stop with the clam. I, I know. I, oyster and clams. <laughs> conf- All right. Keep going. So now before you break up with somebody, you might have some like anxiety about it, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah. The tears. So, one would be that you're worried about hurting feelings. Yes. So, a way to talk yourself, you know, talk to yourself about that is basically just, I'm going to be as kind as I can be. So, when it comes to hurting someone's feelings, maybe that takes a little bit of that anxiety away. Thinking, like, I don't have to be an asshole here. I could just be super, you know, kind. Is, do you think the direct approach is the best way yeah we're gonna get to that so um the other thing is being is being afraid of an extreme reaction like getting fucking your throat slit (laughs) at night well i mean i was thinking more like somebody bursts into tears somebody screams yells but if you are worried about violence or your safety um then you should definitely think about changing the way that you're going to to set up this breakup. I don't think I would fear that you would hurt me. <laughs> would you fear that I'd hurt you? If I broke up with you? Yeah. No. Okay. I don't think you would like hit me. No. 
I you'd give me the silent treatment and that would be enough hurt for me. Oh, you get you get the silent treatment on steroids. <laughs> Withdrawer. <laughs> I would seriously withdraw. Um, but yeah, if you're afraid of your safety, there's a lot of different points in here that are going to be moot. You know, like you're not going to want to be in a public place. You're. Or you're, no, you're, you will want to meet in a public place. Correct. You're not going to want privacy. And you might even think about doing it via FaceTime yeah. or something like that. You know, obviously, I, I one of the don'ts is not to do it over text. So you wouldn't want to do that, but you could easily do it, you know, over well, especially FaceTime if or you, something. If you're fearful of yes. the individual. Yeah. But then again, if you're really fearful of somebody, you're probably doing the right thing. Yeah. And then maybe seek, you know, a restraining order or something like that if yeah, you're really... because those always work. Well, but at least it's on paper then. No, I get know? that. I mean, you. I don't think either way you're going to keep somebody from harming no. you, but... And then you buy a pistol. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the five breakup do's. Okay. One is schedule for the right place and location. Oh, do you do it in public so there's not a scene? Or do you do it, not do it in public because there's a scene, they'll make a scene? They suggest doing it somewhere private. Oh. So it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be at somebody's house. Right. You know, it could be just like in a public park, but it is private because it's just the two of you. You're not in the middle of like a crazy busy restaurant or coffee shop or something. Got it. You know, but that gives the other person... Um, some comfort too, you know, being able to like let out their feelings and not have people staring and whatever. Mm. So, yeah, I think the location's important. Somewhere okay. comfortable for both of you. Yeah. There's no good place to get the fucking axe, but I, I understand. Yeah. I mean, I would think that if it's more of a long-term relationship, like obviously it would be in your home. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, it, if you're living together or if you're married. Right. It would, you know, that would be the way to go. Hmm. Um, the other one, the other do, number two, is to give a heads up. Let them know that you desire a serious conversation. Oh. So, so when you say, we need to talk. Yeah. That's what that is. Right. Huh. And it's really just to, you know, to give the other person a certain feeling of like, this may not be good. If I said to you, we need to talk, what would be go, what would go through your head? Yeah, I mean, it's a scary thing to say. Yeah. But it does make me think, like, this is going to be serious. Like, and where did you, where did, where did you leave your chicken fetish? <laughs> yeah. Is that how it went? <laughs> yeah. No, you said, oh, we need to talk. And I was like, okay, I thought you were going to break up with me. And then you said... Where's your chicken feather, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> I had left it in your car for like three days. In the oh, summer. <laughs> and there was mushrooms in there? Or was there a seafood in there too? No, that was mushrooms. Yeah, it was. Oh. <laughs> but fettuccine is so gross. Oh, it was summertime too. <laughs> I started cracking up because I thought you were breaking up with me. <laughs> <laughs> And you like, knew exactly what I, you knew exactly when I said it too. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I did that on purpose. I... <laughs> but no, when somebody says I need to talk, I know it's yeah. never good. But you should give somebody a heads up so they realize that they're walking into something. You know where they're, you know, they're, yeah. they've got their wits about them. You know, a, a lot, a, what goes along with that? If you tell someone, call me. Yes. I just did that to one of my buddies, uh-huh. Dave, and he goes, look, dude, put it in context when you say, call me, or I think something oh, my, bad Yes, my, I did that to my brother, and yes. he got so upset. Yes. He was like, please don't ever do that to me again. Yeah, you're right. That's bad. It is bad. And I have done that too before. But if I really me. want you to call me, then I will say, call me. Yeah, but you'll put it in context. No, but if I like really wanted you to, <laughs> I would do that. You would? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if I'd want to call you then if it's bad news. Well, like, no, you'd be like, there's obviously some kind of emergency. I know. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, you know, I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah, call me. We need to talk. Both 
bad shit's coming. <laughs> um, so number three is use I statements. So focus on your emotions and feelings. Avoid blame. Okay. You know, it's more like I don't feel like I'm, you know. It's not you, it's me. Well, yes and no. I mean, I don't think that you should necessarily say that word for word, but more like um, I just don't feel like my feelings are going to progress in this relationship. Oh. Or I feel like, you know, I'm we're so different and I need something else, you know. Just not blaming the other person and not saying like you're just never gonna be enough for me, you know? Yeah. Gives a totally different feeling. Letting him down easy. Yeah. Does that make everything okay? Sort of. I'm no, I mean it just feels better when somebody takes ownership of their own crap. Yeah. You know, and doesn't put it off on you. Like you're who you are, so that's fine. It's just I don't think that I'm down with that anymore. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta own it. Yeah. Now okay. is this that time where maybe you don't say everything? I think that you can spare people's feelings. Okay. You know? Okay. I don't think that you necessarily here's the thing. Well number four was be honest. Leave them feeling closure without question and with full understanding. So in saying that, I think that by being honest but being kind and trying to kind of spare somebody's feelings a little bit, you can let them know certain things without being like an asshole. Okay, so you've let yourself go and I no longer find you sexually attractive. (laughs) How do you polish that turd? How do you do that? Well, you can't polish it, but you can roll it in glitter. Whoa, good one, honey. I think that you could say, you know, I don't know. Yeah, spin that one, spin doctor. (laughs) Do you necessarily have to say that? You just got to say number four was honesty. Well, you could say, you know, I feel like our attraction has changed. Yeah, but my attraction to you hasn't changed. I feel like... You say your attraction to me has changed? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That other person is just not going to sit there like a lump. They're going to come back with, what do you mean our attraction changed? I'm still more as attracted to you now as I've ever been. <laughs> I do not feel the same. Why? I just... I I just don't have the same kind of feeling towards you. But why? The I feel like the sexual chemistry is is waning and it's it's gone. <laughs> Did I get that? I, I'm trying to think. I'm, I guess that's. I mean, better. you could say that. That's better of saying, than like, saying you're not attractive. You're physically not attractive to me anymore. I guess that was better. Still kicking the nuts. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. It's being honest without being cruel. Yeah. I and like I said, I think that at that point, probably somebody knows. You know, we haven't we haven't been intimate. That's, you know, there's yeah. a reason for it. Wow. Man, just think of these. This fucking talk is going on in probably a million households right now. Yes. Right this second. Yeah. Somebody's sitting down going, we need to talk. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's really sad, actually. Yeah. Um, the fifth one is protect their self-esteem. So when being honest, be conscious of their feelings, be constructive and not hurtful. Which is basically what we just said. Right. So I think that sometimes you just have to remember that at one point I, I was in love with this person. Right. You know? So... You know the greatest stories I always see is where the guy or the girl breaks up with the other one mm-hmm. because they're not physically attractive. Yeah. And then the other person goes, oh, fuck no. <laughs> and goes complete like Rocky Balboa training session. Right. And comes back like a year later. And then how do you, li- how do you like me now? Right, right. You yeah. know? That happens a lot. Those are good stories. I call it the divorce body because every woman that I know in my life, like friends or, um, coworkers that 
split up with their husbands, they always come back with just like the most killer body. Well, then you'd be you'd be you'd be shit out of luck. <laughs> you would be. I would be shit out of luck. Yeah, because you've already got the freaking no, most killer body. Thanks, love. So what are you, you going to do? <laughs> it's so funny though. Like, yeah. Looking good, girl. I bet you more women do that than the men. I bet the men probably end up going the other direction. Yeah, they probably go to most shit. Most of the time. At least at the beginning, while they wallow in self-pity. Yeah, yeah. Until they... And get used to, like, not having somebody there to cook for them. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Stove. <laughs> Force them to eat kale. <laughs> yeah. Like, that. fuck that bitch. I'm having french fries. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm going to have... Three TV dinners tonight. <laughs> and she ain't here to friggin' bitch at me about it. That's so funny. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so the eight breakup don'ts. Oh, what did we just go through? The do's? The do's. Oh. Break up over text or voicemail. Don't break up over text or voicemail. Absolutely not. Unless you fear for your safety. Well, yes. Okay. Yeah. If you cared about someone enough to be in a relationship, you should give them the courtesy and respect to do it, yeah. you know, in person. Yeah, that is really a cowardice way to do it. It really is. Or these people that just leave. Yeah, just pack up their shit. Just, and <laughs> yeah, when the spouse is at work, they're gone. Yeah. That's or fucking weak. for people who are in newer relationships that maybe don't live together, like just the ghosting. Oh, yeah. That's awful. Like, you... You should be able to have the balls to say, you know, I just, I didn't feel a spark with you or yeah. whatever the case may be. Would that make you think more highly of the other person, even though they just dumped you? Or at, because you've been dumped, there's nothing they could say that would... Well, I feel it, like at least, you know, you'd have some respect for them. Oh. And, you know, at least you had the courtesy to do that you yeah. know what I mean and I'm not left sitting here thinking like should I text him should I call him like is he getting my text right you know what I mean yeah because I think that's terrible yeah that's kind of that's bullshit yeah so um the second one was surprise them so blindsiding them well you're always gonna get blindsided somebody I don't, I don't think so really I think that there are a lot of clues that are just not picked up on. There's also a lot of people that stick their head in the sand. Right. And don't realize what's going on. Their situational awareness sucks. Yes. You know? Well, and I mean, not to stereotype, but because men and women are so different, I think that a lot of times women are communicating in a certain kind of way that maybe men are not picking up on. Mm. You know what I mean? Example. Just instead of getting in your face and saying like, you don't, you know, you're not romantic. You don't do anything romantic. Instead, they say things like, oh, remember that one time when you sent me flowers? That was like my favorite. Oh. You know what I mean? So to a guy, they're like, I did just send you flowers not long ago. For my birthday. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not talking about that. <laughs> all right, all right. But I'm reminding you of these things. These are like the, these are, I think, the kind of things that guys don't necessarily pick up on. It's like we're, we're trying to tell know, you without we being, suck. being rude. You know? We suck at reading the tea leaves. <laughs> You're right. So you make like these like little suggestions for things or whatever, and that communication doesn't get picked up. Or maybe. They do it for a little while yeah. and then kind of backslide when it seems like things are getting better. Right. And forget about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you really looked back, you would realize that you're not being blindsided. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess, I, like you said, the people that put their in the sand, they don't want, know really what they're doing or they don't want to know what they're doing that's having an effect on their partner. Um, it's probably still going to become to a surprise when the, when the when the wife or the husband pack up their shit and leaves. You're always going to get blindsided. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's necessary. Necessarily it's like it's, it's like it's, but it's it's like watching somebody go through a terminal illness 
where you know the end is coming. Right, right. right. And you've had all that time to prepare and then they die and you're still a fucking wreck. So it's not necessarily necessarily a blind side. It's more of like it's it's a hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it still is traumatic. But it, you you did kind of see it coming. Or yeah. if you look back, you realize. They say a broken heart is almost, if not more painful than loss uh, through through uh, through death. I believe that. I mean, you do have to kind of grieve it the same way. Yeah. You know? you got to go through the seven stages. How many stages of grief are there? I, mm, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't <laughs> we did that one before, but I, I don't know. remember. <laughs> Um, okay, so number three is break up right after having sex. What? Well... Don't do that or you should do that? That's a don't. For who? So it's very confusing to someone when you think like, well, you know, I'm going to have one last bang here or whatever. And that's, that's terrible. Okay, what if... Let me change that around. Mm-hmm. What if... You break up, and the other person says, can we go one more time? <laughs> you're the break. You're the one who broke up, and so the I'm, other one says... I'm the kicker, yeah. and I break up with you, and you say, okay, but can we have sex one last time? <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's a little bit different. That's okay? Well, I mean, sure, why not, if oh. the other person's willing. This is more like, you know... You're, you have sex with somebody thinking like, I'm going to break up with this chick tomorrow, but I just want to get in one more bang. You yeah. know what I mean? I wouldn't do it. That if, would be horrible. If you asked me one more t- no, I wouldn't do it. Oh, you'd say no. I'd say no. Well, you're probably already in that mindset of like, Well, not that, but it, it would be the most emotional freaking sobbing sex you've ever had. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that I mean, true. <laughs> Whoa. But you don't want to make somebody feel used like that. Well, no, I mean, but you asked for it. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the don't. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. That is bad. Okay. Okay. Number four is break up with someone going through a personal crisis, a death, oh. an illness. However, if it is ongoing, then you need to have a serious conversation. Does that have its own chapter? Uh, it does not, but I mean, we could probably talk about it forever. But you also, if you, if it's something that's like ongoing, I'm not talking about like somebody, you know, I'm talking about someone is in the middle of a COVID outbreak and they're stuck in bed. That's not the time to break up with them. Oh, I'm not talking about like a long-term type of thing where right. it's like, I just got fired from work. Now you're going to fucking pile on and, and leave me. Right, right. Yeah. But eventually you're going to get another job and, you know, so or you're, you're going to start the process of looking for another job and have your mind around the fact that you lost your job. Now, you know, might be the time for me to go. Yeah. Unless you hear about this all the time somebody breaks up with their husband and then that person wins a lottery. <laughs> huh? Well, I've got the lottery tickets in the kitchen, so you better not break up with me today. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. I'm prepared. You're, you're getting half of freaking 790 million. You're fine. <laughs> um, but you should let them know, really, if it is something that's like long term, so that they don't rely on you for you know, further support. So if, let's say someone is going through a, just a massive amount of depression. Mm-hmm. And no matter what medications they've been on, they're just depressed and they're just fucking down in the dumps and they can't get out of that funk. That's something that's ongoing. Right. That's You're what saying talking about. don't break up with that person? No, I'm saying that if it's something that is ongoing, then there's got to be a, point where you have a serious conversation about like okay you know I've been seeing you through this for the last year okay you know the nothing's really changing I'm not getting anything out of this relationship at this point right you know and I'm not seeing any uh any changes I'm not 
as attracted anymore. Mm. I, you know what I mean? So for better, for worse, didn't mean anything to you. <laughs> the worst just doesn't seem to be getting any better. And even, you know, even if you did make the turn, I still just don't imagine that my feelings are going to come back as strong. Oh. <laughs> is that bad? Brutal. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a sad situation. It is. It is. Because obviously you don't want to hurt somebody like that. No. But on the other hand, you know, if if it's just not there anymore and they can't rely on you. Yeah. Then you need to let them know. And at that point, they probably already have figured it out. Yeah. You know, I would say if that if you did that to me, I would go through a complete change in my entire. I mean, I it would I would move away. I'd maybe find, I'd get a different job. I I mean, I would just change my entire lifestyle. Uh huh. You'd oyster. Is that what it? Well, I didn't <laughs> say it'd be the best life. Oh. But I'm saying it wouldn't. I wouldn't. I couldn't stay in this area. Mm. Hmm. I'd need a whole new fresh start and I'd need it like fucking stat. Like, send me my shit. I'll be in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh. And I'm leaving tonight. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think that's exactly what I would do. If that if, if you ever dropped that bomb on me, that's what I would that's how I would handle it. I'd give my two two weeks notice at work. No, I wouldn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> Fuck that. No. I I'd stop and tell them on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go. Gotta go. Huh. Yep. Wow. I I would picture you moving to Texas if it weren't for me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I see that one coming. Yeah. How about you? Would you just do? Would you do? This? Well, you probably wouldn't because everything you have is around here. Yeah, I think that you would want your. I would. I would support want to be network. around, yeah. I would want to be around like my friends, family, the job I know. Yeah. But I think that if Michaela ever gave wind of wanting to move somewhere, I would think about going with her. You really? But oh, yeah, maybe. Is this with me or without me? No, if you broke up with me. Oh, I got you. I got you. So I'm gone, and now Michaela's leaving. You're like, all right, time to go. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Okay. So I would follow her. Makes sense. <laughs> um, okay. So the other thing was break up in the middle of a fight. Don't do that. Don't do that. What? So when is there a better time than that? Well, you never want to do it in the heat of the moment where well, you feel I know, like it could be something that you regret. Right. But if you're fighting, you're like, oh, I hate this motherfucker right now. That'd be the perfect time to drop that bomb because you already don't like me. <laughs> Well, I, I think that it's like, just because was, it would feel so, so passionate at the time that the other, first of all, it could be something that you would regret doing. Second of all, the other person may not even take it as serious because it's like, oh, he's just pissed. Okay. So the time you caught me peeing in the washing machine because <laughs> I was overserved, and then I just said, and by the way, I want a divorce. I'm <laughs> You're probably You're like, like <laughs> maybe that's not such a bad idea. <laughs> well, you see, there's benefit in that. Well, there's value. There's a whole lot, but it's the same analogy. Well, no, there's a whole lot different from that. I'm story. just saying, at that point, you're looking at me like, all right, you're fucking pathetic <laughs> right so maybe when, it's easier and when you're in a fight you're looking at that person like oh i fucking hate you right now or you're pathetic or yeah but i would have thought you'd wake up in the morning and be like what the fuck did i do well i'm not saying i wouldn't i'm not saying i didn't i did <laughs> i still wonder about that night but anyway i oh, never mind that's another that's another podcast but my point was maybe that is the right time yeah but what i'm saying is that I think that the other person would be thinking, I don't think they really meant it. Oh. Well, they'd figure it out when I was freaking halfway to Texas. Well, like... <laughs> but I just think that it would be like, oh, I feel like he's going to wake up tomorrow and realize what he said and he's going to, you know, yeah. change his mind or okay. whatever. All right. What's the next one? Um, break up in front of people. Oh. I think that's a don't. 
That's a don't, but now you can see value in that. I I don't. No. I think it's rude. I don't know who you do. The person deserves privacy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's bad. I'm just trying to think, if you were going to break up with me, who would I want next to me? Who would I want with me during a breakup? If I didn't name one person I would want with me during a breakup, who would that be? Yeah, who would hmm. it be? Uh, probably Bobby. Really? Well, I don't know. <laughs> he's such a great emotional support. Well, yeah, but he's funny, so... <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't know if there is anybody. Yeah, I think I'd want to just like deal with it on my own for a bit. Okay, yeah, I can't, I gotta agree with that one then. Um, okay, number seven was don't say take a break. Oh, don't give the other person a reason to think that like this is just a momentary, you know, feeling and yeah, temporary. We're just gonna get separated, we're not filing, it's just a separation. Yeah, like how many times do people You're saying come back fucking like razor blade it. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Well, because you're you just have to wait until you're confident to make the decision to break up anyway. So why why say take a break? You're done. You're done. You need to ad- admit to yourself that you're done. And if you're telling someone let's take a break, it's probably because you don't want to be alone. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I'm just, afraid of being You alone. just want to go oyster <laughs> with the possibility of coming back. Right. Wow. I never thought of that. That's actually a good idea, though. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so mean. It's terrible. I didn't say it wasn't terrible. I just said it's a good idea. It's mean. It is mean. It's still a good idea. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. <laughs> okay. Number eight is... Uh, stay with someone out of obligation. That's Ooh, a don't. That is a don't. Yes. Okay, now hang on a second. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Yes. It depends on which one of those individuals you are. Mm-hmm. Do you think the individual who is being left because they... Like, let's use my example. Mm-hmm. Someone's going through a state of depression. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You're saying don't stay with that person out of obligation. Right. Do you think that the person who's going through depression would feel that same thought process? Have well, the same of course th- not. They don't want to be well, broken there, up with. Well, then there you go. So it's all relative. Well, they don't want to be broken up with. But on the other hand, I don't want someone staying with me just because they feel obligated I want someone to be in a relationship with me because they love me and support me and can't live without me. Yeah, but don't you think that they'll everybody holds out the hope that those feelings will return again? I mean, they never do, do they? They don't. They don't. Once those feelings are done. And if you really... Well, how I, can you hear people getting, re, getting remarried? Well, I think... After, you know, such a period of time and the revenge body and all that stuff. Like somebody, and I think a lot of times people do go back because of comfort. Well, and once they realize what's out in that fucking world, (laughs) like son of a bitch, what did I do? Right. Yeah. I bet you that happens a lot. This bitch would start looking really fucking good. (laughs) Who, you? Yeah. You already look good. That's my point. What are you going to do? You're fucked. (laughs) I got room to, I got room to improve. No, you don't. You're both topped out now. No, but don't you agree that like, as the other person, as the person who's getting broken up with, I like, I wouldn't want to feel like this person is only staying with me because I am depressed and they're worried that I'm going to kill myself. No, I know. You know? I got it. Or whatever, because I'm sick. And they they don't want to walk away to, because they feel like they're going to look bad. Yeah. I don't want somebody staying with me because of that. If I broke up with you, when do you think you'd be ready to date again? I mean, it, what's the date? Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally well, kidding. The reason, I asked that, the reason I asked that question yeah. was maybe that's your way of dealing with it. Well, I mean, one of the things that this Reba- talked about rebound. was rebounds and rebound. how it is not fair to 
to do that. It's not fair to the person that you're rebounding with. Unless they're totally aware of the fact that you're not interested in like a serious relationship. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so you break up with me Mm -hmm. and I go to have rebound sex with some hot chick. It's not being fair to her or it's not fair being being It's not fair to her. Unless she knows that that's the situation. Like I'm not getting into another relationship. I'm just, you know... Well, how can I'm I? Hot off the presses. How can I make that decision if I don't know how good she is in the rack yet? Because you're gonna fall in love with her because of how good at sex she is. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! You're I'm so vague. You're I'm so not surface. saying I would, but that certainly goes in the plus column, the check column, <laughs> right? Well, I I could see you falling in love before me. Before you? What do you mean? Yeah. Oh. I could see you getting into a relationship and, like, falling in love with somebody else. If we broke up at the same time? Yeah. Uh, You know what? I'm going to call bullshit on that one because you'd have many, many more opportunities than I would. Yeah, but I just... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I just don't know that I would be that willing to... Put yourself out there? and, And get into a relationship? You know, probably not. Well, you weren't even ready to get in a relationship with me. No. You would, you'd even said to your friend that night, your cousin, I'm done dating for a while. Yes. And yeah. here we are 23 years later. Yeah. That night, that day you told her, I'm done dating. <laughs> I know. And the very next guy you met, you ended up fucking marrying. Well, I mean, who knew? <laughs> who knew? Boy, you really hold the line, don't you? <laughs> I, But I, I've just never... Before you, I was never the type of person who's like, I have got to get married someday. Mm. And like, I just need to meet a man. I need a man in my life. You are not that person. No. Oh. I mean, I liked to date and I had fun with certain people, but it wasn't like, I. if this guy doesn't marry me, I don't know what I'll do. Right. You know? And there are many women, and probably men too, that are like that. They have yeah. to, you know, they don't like being alone. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't see that for myself. Yeah, you know, I've kind of, I really enjoyed my single days for a while there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I really did. Oh, sure you did. Yeah, but I enjoy this much more. (laughs) Of course you do, as do do. I. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that was one of them, and just... You know, another one of the rules is to unfollow them on social media, block them on text and phone calls. That's what you do do? Yeah. You block them? Yeah. That's the right thing to do? You just block them out of your fucking life? No, after the breakup. I'm talking about post-breakup. Right. So we break up and then you just excommunicate? You like change your number and... I mean, I'm not on social media, so that'd be easy for me, but... Yeah. What? That's the that's the right thing. Yes. Oh my God! Who wrote this freaking gibberish? <laughs> well, no, that's how you're you're gonna get over a breakup. If you see oh wait that, a minute wait a minute am I the kicker or am I the kicky? The kicky. Oh, so I'm the kick. Oh, wait, wait. So I'm the kicky. Yeah. I've been kicked, so then I block you. Right. So you know, whatever you can do to not be reminded of that person all the time and not have that feeling uh, of like, I could just reach out and see how they're doing or, you know what I mean? Right. Okay. Keep. I thought you were saying as the kicker, then you fucking block them from all, you excommunicate. No, because the chances are if you're the one kicking, you're not going to text or call them. Yeah. You know, it, it's over. Right. But if you're the person who got... But the other person probably is going to be wanting to call you because they're trying to make amends. So I'm saying if you're the person who is like, you know, got broken up with, you need to block them. You need to, you know, unfollow them on social media. I will say this. How you handle a breakup will make you look much more attractive if you go out with fucking class and your dignity. Yes. And the high road. Yes. Yeah. Because if ever your true character is probably going to come out, mm-hmm. it's going to come out at your most vulnerable time. Right. And there's nothing more vulnerable than that. Yeah. But if you took it like a fucking champ, mm-hmm. I, I would think that is very appealing and sexy and 
Yeah, but then I've already broken up with you, so it's already too late. <laughs> and you're yeah. blocked, so you, you can't even text me. Yeah, you gotta go out with some. <laughs> yeah, you go out. On uh, this is just not the time to like. We can just be friends. Like there is none of that bullshit. No. You know what I mean? Right. And maybe years and years down the road, you could be friends with that person, but right after a breakup, that look, is impossible. Look at me and Linda. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Huh. And, you know, but right after a breakup, no way. No way. So. Yeah. All right. Now's the time to oyster. Oyster. <laughs> the world is your oyster. The world is. I don't want an oyster, though. Oh, I don't either. I'm already but, I'm already oystered. <laughs> I'm already oystering. It is. The world is our oyster. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a really fun topic. Yeah. Thank you for doing it with me. Of course. Much appreciated. I do. Hopefully we gave some people some good I, I do advice. It. I do it every week. <laughs> I love it. I'll be back next week. I love it. When the, top, when the topic is, I have no freaking idea. <laughs> well, you'll find out about an hour beforehand, <laughs> so don't worry. All right. Um, well, thank you, everybody. Appreciate you tuning in today. And feel free to share this one with friends. I really appreciate that. The more people who listen, the better. So thank you so much. Hope you have an awesome day, and we will talk soon. Bye-bye.